name is Alyssa. And I'm Emily. And you're listening to Slash and Slay, a horror podcast. Hey guys. Hello everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of your favorite podcast and mine. <laughs> and mine slash and slay this is the only podcast i listen to my own voice in my head i'm actually really not in, here. in a podcast mood really um lately i i go through intense phases where it's like only listening to music or mm-hmm. only listening to audiobooks or only listening to podcasts and it's like months and months so i'll just miss a whole bunch of podcast episodes and then I i'll like, get behind i feel like i kind of do that too because I, I don't like audiobooks. They cringe me. Well, I guess because the ones I listen to, they cringe me out. Anyway. Hardcore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and podcast-wise, I listen to like three podcasts. What or are two. they? Listen Ear to Biscuits. Ear Biscuits. I listen to a writing podcast. Mm-hmm. I sometimes listen to, what's it called? Distractable? Markiplier? Doesn't even know. Um, but that's it pretty much. So if you're reaching out to us to listen to your podcast, <laughs> we will, well, we do, we, we will have. do it. We can and we will. We can and we will just know that it's taking a lot for us to do it because we actually don't even we like don't podcasts. Listen to podcasts ourselves. <laughs> Kidding. We're exposed. Um, um, I do have some podcasts that I love. Like I'm a diehard fan. Mm-hmm. I do like podcasts. I'm just not in a podcast era right now. I remember when you, 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 like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when you used to listen to, what was it called? Night Welcome Vale? to Night Vale. Welcome to Night Vale. Because you were like pushing me like, you should listen to this. And I'll try to listen to it. And I just didn't get into it. Yeah. You, it, you have to get past the first season, I think. But now it's like, you would never catch it. It's like still going. Yeah. Every single week. Yeah. They have like books and like they have like. I've read all the books. Oh, wow. You're, so you're really into we it. We were supposed to go see them live. I had tickets for my birthday to go see Night Vale live, actually. Wow. And it was like one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. But then COVID. COVID. Mm. So I didn't get to see them. If we did a live show, what do you think we would do? I think we would would both have extreme panic attacks and have to be wheeled off the stage. Too much anxiety. No. I don't think Um, it'd be entertaining. We're performers. That's true. But you have to tell us what to do. Right. (laughs) You have to write it for us. Yeah. Um, I feel like we would do a live. I would love to do like a live watch, like watching a movie together. Oh, yeah. Or just uh, but, Q&A audience. Okay, you know, because we, we used to do that. <laughs> we did that for like, I think we only did two episodes of that. It was too hard, okay? It was okay. hard. No, it was hard. But um, like, because I do talk through movies when I'm like with you or with like friends. But I had to like constantly make myself keep talking. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want there to be too long of a silence. Yeah. So I had to kind of make, th- like say things that I probably wouldn't normally say. Mm. watching a movie yeah i get that i probably just talked the normal amount that i want oh. to talk into a movie but i'm constantly like don't say anything in a movie like i'm constantly like shh shh you quiet, but you're like, yeah oh, now i can talk yeah i was like i can let her loose and talk about and comment on everything i should be a commentary like commentary channel you good. should your own wow that's funny wow that's cool wow that was hilarious wow it's really dark in there yeah <laughs> that would just be me <laughs> just saying the exact just obvious stating the obvious yeah i love that i love mm-hmm. that would you guys like to see us watch a movie? No. Please say no. <laughs> it was fun, but it was just a lot of work. It was. Because yeah. it was like we had to schedule 
two hours. And I didn't even have to do any of the editing. Yeah. I really didn't edit it that much because you really can't. Yeah. You can't really because you can't cut out the movie. So. Yeah. It was just just like we had to decide a movie. We had to sit there and watch the movie. So hard. It's so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Life is so So hard. hard. I had to watch a movie. It was just time consuming, actually. It was. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. That's okay. Anyway, we're not going to watch a movie today. We're going to talk about one. That was a great segue. Our first good one. I'm really proud of that segue. Our first good segue. (laughs) Baby's first good segue. And we ruined it. Yeah, by stating that. Well, anyway. (laughs) Whatever. Today, we're going to talk about The Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. That was just released. Yeah, The Boogeyman movie. And mm-hmm. like boogeyman, we're didn't talk about in the boogies. general because all the boogies. Guys, I'm just so dumb. I went and saw the wrong movie. She's so dumb. There's two boogeyman. So dumb. Pe- I went and saw a movie called The Boogeyman Cometh, not The Boogeyman. I saw The Boogeyman, 2023. I did read the short story though by Stephen King, and I read it too about an hour ago. <laughs> So it's very fresh on your mind. Yeah, I listened to it actually oh. at two times speed. So it took me about 15 minutes <laughs> and I was like, all right, got it. <laughs> really? I cannot retain stuff listening to it. I have to see it with my own eyes. Mm-mm. I can't. It, it just depends on what I'm doing. Like if I'm multitasking, I have to be doing something that does not require any brain eye power. power, brain power. Yeah. Just like cleaning or something. Um, I did have one thing that I wanted to start doing at the beginning of some episodes. What? Um, I wanted to ask you, what horror movie are you today? Don't like, you just love when I just jump on these yes, fun and things and I have to think, things the last what minute. horror movie is, are you like in your era like, today? Like what like, horror today? movie era? Yeah. Hmm. Are you feeling like Pearl? Like you want to kill somebody? Are you feeling like you know I'm going to go with first thing that came to my head, which was Pet Cemetery. <gasps> I'm feeling like very like Paternal? back from the dead Oh, <laughs> and not in a good way. Oh, mm. I'm feeling like a squished cat who's been breathed into again by ancient ritual mm. powers and have come to scratch people's faces off. Mm. And my day wasn't even that bad. Just feeling. It's just, just like the vibe. It's just the vibe. Okay. Today, or it's just the first movie. I like I that vibe. What? Are, what about you? Um, I also I don't know what movie I would be because i had a nightmare with snakes and poisonous kitties and a cat the cats poisonous it was kitties? so yeah it was so like like visceral like so i was living it because mm-hmm. the cat didn't bite me but it's it's fangs like scraped against me and i was like oh no like i'm poisoned Did and like, so we were trying to like to, turn into a cat or something no we oh. were just trying to get rid of the cat so mm. that it wouldn't stop biting us but it was like a snake and like and so there were snakes and cats no snakes and cats oh poisonous snakes snakes, poisonous cats yeah and they were everywhere so what kind of movie is that do you think hmm like snakes on a plane okay i'm snakes on a plane snakes on a plane what's a so that scooby-doo movie where there's cats everywhere oh yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah that one that's me okay that one's probably more because it's been like a goofy day and yeah kitties well there you go mm-hmm. perfect do you like that segment everybody i hope you did i just came up with it <laughs> when i was like we gotta talk about something else first even though i did the perfect transition you did and then we had to go back but that's okay we're it's working fine. on it we're working on our segue. our thing is not good transitions. transitions yeah um anyway so 
Anyways, so Emily, uh, you went and saw the Boogeyman. I saw the Boogeyman. That just came out that just on came out. June 2nd, right? Yes. 2023. That is this year. Um, it was directed by Rob Savage. Um, he also did Dashcam, Host, Salt. He's done a few others, but those are his more well-known ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't seen any of those. Have you? Um, I When I read Host, I thought it was we're talking about the Stephanie, Stephanie Meyer, Meyer. <laughs> um, movie Host based off the book Host, Host. that came after Twilight. Mm-hmm. But I found out quickly that it was it's not different. that. It's different. Host came out in 2020, I believe. So actually, The Boogeyman is his first non-COVID, like, big studio film. Um, Host and Dashcam were both COVID films, which is impressive. Mm-hmm. Now he gets this big boogeyman. He gets the big boogeyman. The big boogeyman. Um, it stars Sophie Thatcher um, as Sadie Harper, and she's known from Yellow Jacket and the Boba Fett TV show. Not the... Not the Mandalorian, the Boba Fett the one. Bo- the Boba yeah. Fett one. The Boba Fett one. Um, also, David Des... I can't say his last name. Desmal... Desmalkian. Malkian, sure. As Lester. And, he, of course, he's the Polka Dot Man in Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad, right? The Suicide Squad. The, yes. Okay. Um, and then, also, Vivian Lara Blair as Sawyer, the younger sister. And she's also in a Disney Star Wars show. She's in Obi-Wan. She's little Leia? Maybe. I didn't do that much oh. research. Oh. She's also she's in so Bird cute. Box. Okay. She's a little girl in Bird Box, too. Okay. So maybe so I think she it is. Okay. Um, and also Chris Messina. He that was, name sounds familiar. He was in... Um, I didn't write anything down because I didn't know him from anything. But maybe oh. you know him. His name just sounds familiar. Chris Messina. Okay. And he played the dad? He does play the father. Will. The therapist? The therapist's father. Um, so this is a quick little synopsis of the story. The movie. The movie. Not the story. Not the story. Um, anyway, so high school student Sadie Harper and her younger sister Sawyer are still reeling from the recent death of their mother. They're not getting much support from their father, Will, a therapist who's dealing with his own intense pain. When a desperate patient unexpectedly shows up at their house seeking help, he leaves behind a terrifying supernatural entity that preys on families and feeds on the suffering of its victims. Ooh. <laughs> you always have to do that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. That's all I got to say. Were you uh, looking forward to seeing it? Um, I was, or was it just kind of like, eh? I was kind of like, eh, because I was like, why are they... It's a short story. Like, why are we how, making this how whole are we, How can we drag... Because it's like thing. an 18-page short story. It's like an actual short story. It was... I'm telling you, it was like 15 minutes when I sped it up on two times speed. Mm-hmm. So, it was very, very short. Um, and we'll get more into it of the actual setting of the whole book. We can read it to you, honestly, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> the we whole can just, short story. We can perform it. We can do it. We can do like... We can make I play the Boogeyman. Okay. I call the Boogeyman. I call all the other characters. Every single one. No. <laughs> now i'll play all of them um yeah it's very short so i was a little like uh what are we gonna do here and you know stephen king gets i don't know he like somehow gets too many adaptations and not enough good adaptations right. you know what i mean yeah like we spent he gets a lot of adaptations a lot of his short stories have been adaptations as yes well. and people don't even realize mm-hmm. because they're just random little short stories yeah um so i was a little like "Mm, we'll see 
Um, but I was excited to go to the movies because I wanted to go to the movies. I haven't been to the movies in a while. We have AMC Stubbs. That's nice. We might go see The Flash tomorrow. Why? I don't know. That's Because we pay for the tickets. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. We went to the movies. I was a little, little nervy about it. Um, I had no idea what to expect because I had no idea what the story was. I kind of didn't even really watch... The trailer. trailer. I didn't also, watch the trailer. I heard it was PG thirteen, so I was a little like, oh, "Okay, this is fine." It wasn't. I was really scared. Was it R? No, was it, it was PG thirteen. Oh, okay. But I was more scared than I thought I'd be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll take you through the movie a little bit. Okay. Um, so we first open on the scene of a little baby in a crib, and it's dark, and the closet creaks open you know mm. all the cliches that you can think of it's and where the boogeyman lives where the boogeyman lives the bed. he lives wherever it's dark wherever it's dark it's darkest crazy. and dankest um so then you see the baby crying you see the shadow turn into it like morphs you just see the shadow reflection reflection shadow on the wall mm-hmm. and it becomes like from this creature and then it turns into the dad and is like you're fine baby and like trying to coo the baby oh, and the baby dies interesting okay first death baby dies then you meet the family you meet sadie sawyer and will and they're sad because their mom <laughs> died and they <laughs> they are sad they are sad mom, mom died, died. <laughs> i'm just prompting myself okay they are sad their mom died you're seeing them go back to their first day of school mm-hmm. um sawyer's a little more excited because she's younger um she's really scared of the dark you gather and she carries around this little glowing orb of light mm-hmm. and to um protect herself from the dark sawyer's a or sadie's a um you know teenager right she like what were the ages like i think she was like 16, 16 17 and, and he was like she 10, was like eight i think she was like eight or nine yeah um and she was wearing her mom's like dress because she mm-hmm. was she was sad she missed her went back to school and she is continuing wanting to talk about what happened with her dad and he just keeps shutting it down shutting it down he can't deal with it right now so she goes to school and she we meet her friends that become more characters later on. Um, and she has one good friend who's really nice, for the most part, nice to her. Mm-hmm. And then she has friends that are right. actually her friends' friends and they're bullies to her. And she ends up getting like her dress all dirty, her mom's dress. So she runs home mm-hmm. to go change and to um, change clothes. And she's like, I can't go to school today. I'm done. I will say Stephen King, although... Oh, think he actually wrote this movie but he always writes bullies there's bullies in every single one of his someone's a bully do you think he was a bully as a kid or it's just an easy or trope was he bullied that's what i meant <laughs> he was <laughs> he, a bully he could have been a bully maybe that's no welcome. i think he was i mean maybe it's just easy to, to put <laughs> you're gonna spark his next novel okay uh cut that <laughs> i think he was bullied yeah i think it's also easy to be like this is horrifying that children can do that to you know all part of the horror um but yeah maybe he he has experience Mm. um these were subtle bullies because like we're your friends but then they're not actually your friends the toxic friendships Mm -hmm. they're very much alive today Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) would you look at me like no not you here you go Mm -hmm. 
Never. You've never been toxic to me once. Thank you. Um, then she goes home and her dad is, is a practicing therapist, but he does at home at his home office. Mm -hmm. So she comes home, he doesn't see, and she goes upstairs and then this mysterious figure comes and you're like, what's going on? Comes like to the door. Yeah. And just walks into his office and you're like, who's that? And this guy just off the street came in and was like, I need to talk to a therapist right now. Mm -hmm. And so he comes in. And he starts talking to Will and his name's Lester. And Lester's like, I am being framed for a murder. I, everybody thinks I killed my kids and I didn't. It was the boogeyman. And, um, so then he's the, um, Will is like, okay. All right. Well, I'm going to be right back. I got to go to the bathroom. And then he calls like the, I don't know Police who you call. Or- yeah. Somebody to, he's like, he's, they're not, he's not well. He needs to go to a facility right now. And then Lester escapes and goes upstairs. And, um, since Sadie's up there, she starts hearing all these noises. She walks into her mom's painting studio and goes into the closet and then finds Lester like, has hung closet? himself. Oh, hung himself in a closet what? after talking about the boogeyman. Hmm. Did he, like, get into his stories? Like, did he tell the stories of... He told the stories of how all his kids died and how he didn't believe that it was, like, the boogeyman. And then now him and his wife do believe. Mm-hmm. And he says that he believes it latches onto you and um, you can't get rid of it. Like, it just follows your family no matter where you go. Mm. So, anyway, he kills himself in the closet. And now Sadie has more trauma. <laughs> and yeah. she wants to talk about it seriously and the dad's still like nope and so it's not going well and sawyer begins to see things in the mm. dark and she's always carrying around her orb of light and she um had a spooky encounter with some sort of creature went into sadie's room and sadie's like okay come on you know it actually i will say that it takes a long time for everybody to be like there's a boogeyman to, to believe yeah which yeah, sometimes it's like i know sometimes you just want people to suspend their dis- their disbelief yeah just to get to the point yes because obviously you as the audience know that it's real mm-hmm. so you're just having to watch other people it's annoying. try to get there yeah um sadie's also like messing with some dark arts she's trying to communicate with her mom mm. in the spirit world so you're seeing Always that messing and with so stuff it's a like that. spooky yeah we saw the exorcist and we know how that don't goes don't do that don't even Ms. touch Reagan. a miss reagan um and sawyer also is like her first sadie's first encounter with the boogeyman which she doesn't believe is sadie's like has a wiggly tooth and she ties it to the string and then she like ties it around a doorknob you know like your mom always starting to do mm-hmm. as a kid and i was like like i hate that was my worst wiggly teeth are my worst my number one like if i have a children i'm not touching those wiggly. i'm gonna teeth. get them all removed at once <laughs> take them to the doctor you can eat pea soup all out. <laughs> pea soup like the exorcist for the rest of your life <laughs> um that would that was my number one nasty mm-hmm. um anyway so boogeyman closes the door oh and, but out? yeah sadie's like what happened it's actually like super helpful of him though yeah it was <laughs> it sure was it thank sure you boogeyman was. um so that part was really gross for me but mm-hmm. it was fine it was some sister bonding time um and then they go to therapy at one point which is good like with a 
Not their dad. Not their dad. They go to like sibling therapy and the therapist wants the dad to join, but he refuses. He's not going to do it, which is so weird. I'm like, you're a therapist. You're a therapist. Like- I know that you know. But then he thinks he knows best and blah, blah, blah. Because he's a therapist. Um, And Mm -hmm. Sadie or Sawyer's trying to get over her fear of the dark. And so the therapist puts this device. She turns off all the lights and puts this device on the table and it flashes and it'll get uh, the flashing becomes more or less frequent or faster. Mm -hmm. And she's like freaking out, you know, of course, because she's like the boogeyman is in the dark and she like believes it now. They and always have devices. I know. Like, like what? When there's like dark, like there's um one of the paranormal activities. They have like this thing that like lights up the room with all these green dots and then they see like shapes in it and stuff. Ooh, that's kind of what was happening. It was mm-hmm. flashing red. I was like, of all the colors, you're gonna pick red. red? Really? Stupid. That's not the calming color no, of therapy. Pick blue. Pick yes, green. pick blue, pick green, not red. Pink. We need cool tones. Yes. So it's going flashing, flash. And that's the first time you really kind of see the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. And he's at the therapist's office. What does he look like? It's like... Uh, uh, like a lot of limbs. Okay. Very tall, skinny. Always limbs, always skinny, Creepy always face. Tall. Like e, Like this? Okay. Does that look like it? I don't know. Put no. a picture next to her face. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what it looks like. Um. Anyway, so... You can see that the boogeyman comes out when you're sad, alone, in the dark, mm-hmm. and all of that. Scared. Um, anyway, Sadie is still trying to get information from her dad. She starts getting a little curious about this boogeyman. What's going on here? And she goes and looks at Lester's files from her dad, mm-hmm. from the little encounter that they had. And she hears about the boogeyman. And she finds his address and goes there with her friend and finds lester's wife is living there still and there's like m- black mold all over the f- house Ew. and um very much you know in in a lot of horror and gothic horror they use like the house as a huge metaphor and yeah. all that so it was very much like the house was a metaphor for the rotting family that mm-hmm. was inside and mm. so there's just black mold everywhere and there was candles all over the place lights all over the place and so she um encounters the mom that was there and she's like <laughs> i do not know why she was there she was so pointless but anyway she was just like had the shotgun she was like what Get did lester do <laughs> yeah like she was like uh the boogeyman's like attached to us now and she was like what did my husband do mm. and, and like <laughs> trying to like bronze her way through the boogeyman and you're like okay girl awesome <laughs> so you meet that character and then Sawyer's pretty much like almost like okay there's a boogeyman Convinced. almost still not even though she pretty much saw the boogeyman mm. still not a hundred percent um so she decides you know what let's let's have a girl's night with her and her friends or whatever of course and they start smoking a little weed just a little bit of course. but she starts coughing 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 a lot um and then she goes into the toilet to throw up and she throws up that tooth her sister's, sister's tooth, tooth. Ew. and so um oh i forgot to tell you oh, before I hate before teeth. like uh, before that I forgot to tell you <laughs> she like 
looks like she kind of got possessed by the boogeyman. I don't really know what it was. Like she just kind of like swallowed the boogeyman. It was just like, she was like in the dark and it was one of those jump scares where Mm -hmm. you're like, okay. And then like the boogeyman came and got into her mouth and then she woke up. Oh, so she's so she threw up the, that's like possessed, I guess. Yeah. The boogeyman took the tooth. tooth, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that happened. And then these, the uh, friends, her friends lock her in the closet that Lester was in, but they're like, well, we didn't lock you in. But like, you know, was it the boogeyman? Was it the friends? Who knows? She's freaking out regardless. She's stuck in a closet. Mm -hmm. And so she pushes her friends and the friends like, she's psycho, whatever. And they leave. And then um, Sadie, no, Sawyer, is playing games downstairs, playing her little video games. And she's like, has all the lights off, which I was like, girl. Girl, if you're scared. If you literally saw the boogeyman. Why would you do that? Turn on the lights. But anyway, she's just playing her lights, playing her lights. She's playing <laughs> her games. And the boogeyman comes and grabs her and throws her against the TV. So they have to go to the hospital. Ruined a perfectly good TV. For real. It was ruined. They go to the hospital. The dad goes, is, is there. And then um, Sawyer gets a message from the mom, the mom at the house. And is like, I know how to get rid of him. Come now. So she runs. She, she's going to go get rid of the boogeyman. The boogeyman follows her to that house. Of course. And she gets locked up by the lady because she's using her as bait. Oh, to get the boogeyman? But she has like all these rounds and rounds of shots and bombs, whatever, to try and get rid of the boogeyman. Hmm. So the boogeyman comes and he gets on the trap and, pun, you know, all this stuff goes off, bullets everywhere. And the boogeyman was like bleeding and they're like, oh, the boogeyman. How does the boogeyman bleed? He's fine. I mean, so he was fine. Oh, okay. He was fine. Okay. He killed the, the mom. Of course. Killed the mom and Sawyer was stuck. So she had to like get out. She ran. And then the boogeyman was, um, went back to her house, of course. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, um, then Sadie and the dad were coming home at the same time that the boogeyman was there. So she was like, oh no. And so she's running, running to get to her house. Mm-hmm. The boogeyman had dragged the dad downstairs and had him like strung up. Dang. And then Sawyer was, um, had Christmas lights on like around her whole mm-hmm. body and was like walking around and she was like, don't go down there. So they go down there. They had the final fight. They realized that fire will destroy the boogeyman because light will destroy darkness. So right. they catch him fire. on fire, fire after a really gnarly foot break. Ooh, it was rough. Ew, the dad's those. foot. Yeah. Ooh, it was Ooh, rough. It's like the quiet place when she steps in the nail. Yes. Yeah. Or when he steps in the bear trap Ooh. in the second one. Yeah, that one was Ugh. rough. Very bad. Very bad. So that happened, and all the mom's stuff got burned because the dad was like, I'm getting rid of all the stuff earlier on and mm-hmm. put it all down the basement. And so the daughter was like, sad, but she was like, it's okay. Like, she's still with me fire's and all that cleansing. stuff. Fire's cleansing. Um, so fire engulfs their house, and the boogeyman's gone, whatever. Then they go to the cuts and they're in therapy and all three of them are in therapy. Oh, good for the dad. Yeah. All three of them are in therapy. He's also in physical therapy because his foot broke. For real nasty. They leave the therapist's office, but then the therapist is like, oh, hey, um, Sadie, come back in here. And so she I goes back in and there's a door open. The closet is open and sh- there's no therapist in there. Mm-hmm. So she walks up to the closet 
closes the door and then the movie's over. Mm. Mm. So my overall thoughts were, <laughs> sorry, yes. that was kind of a lot. Did I give a good description? Yeah, I felt like I watched the you movie. You felt like you watched the movie? Okay, good. I do. Um, I that's pretty much it. it. Just a lot of jump, jump scares, scares, a lot of tension, a lot of darkness, um, which are not my favorite kind of horror. Yeah. But I think this is my one of my more enjoyable modern stereotypical dark horrors Mm -hmm. i would say it looked a lot like and gave the same vibes as the new evil dead movie okay for sure um evil dead rise it had a lot of like dark dark (laughs) dark dark darkness dark cinematography which is interesting because they live in like a nice clean house but Mm -hmm. it's still like gritty and dark yeah um of course with the boogeyman you're the lighting's gonna be dark you have to have it really dark but i think they did it very well for it to look so it wasn't like so dark that you couldn't see was it or i was just like this oh (laughs) you couldn't because your eyes are closed (laughs) yeah i couldn't because my eyes are closed um yeah so did you really see the movie emily because your eyes are closed (laughs) no there were a few times where i was like (laughs) but it was still like um scary because you could like just like barely see the boogeyman you're like oh yeah he's there it was like kind of scary so i think they did it in a really good way did it have good sound design because like to me a lot of the scariest parts of scary movies is the sound yeah i always listen i always do this that there's a jump scare coming i shut my ears because it's always i know it's gonna be loud yes that's what gets me more than the actual seeing it that's why i'm like that's the whole movie Mm-hmm. <laughs> so i did not Who's take it in at Mears. all i just have to read a synopsis after yeah okay <laughs> um no the sound was good i think the sound design was good it's not something i noticed until i'm like in the moment like oh my ears are plugged because i'm freaking out um with the suspense um but yeah i think it was good overall i think it was it was scary but i don't know if it was like the kind of scary i like you know what i mean okay yeah. Um, I think the acting was pretty good, especially the young girl. She was mm-hmm. really good. Um, they weren't like super popular actors, I guess, yeah. more TV. Um, but I think they did a really good job. And I I don't know. I don't know if reading this short story ruined it for me. Really? I don't think it ruined it, but it I was also like, oh. Like, oh that's it. Would you, it's just well, I just wouldn't even say like this is an adaptation. Like just be like yeah, inspired, inspired. It literally just inspired a completely different story. Yeah, and there's like two nods. Right. Well, first before we get into the short story, uh, would you slash it or slay it? The movie. Um, I think I'm gonna slash it, but oh. as in a like it's a dirty slash movie. But it was good. But I mean, would you like? Recommend My version of slash. We have you know we have our two means or slash two different slay. Okay, slay. you think it means one Mine thing. Is, I think is it, it good slay? Is it bad slash? It's a slay. Okay, it's but a slay. It wasn't. There was nothing that made me laugh because it was so like ridiculous, outrageous. No, yeah. I think they genuinely were like trying, and I think they succeeded. You okay. know what I mean? Like they weren't trying to be. It was just like a solid. They knew what they could be, and they did what they could do. Right. Okay. And it was good. It was solid. The only part I just did not like the mom character. I was like, why are you here? Yeah. I think that could have been cut out. Um, I mean, it's only an hour and a half. It felt pretty long, but I think that's because of 
it was just building suspense for an hour the and a half. Time, yeah. yeah. Every single thing was like suspense, suspense, mm-hmm. suspense, suspense. That's what the conjuring movies do too. Mm. It's just like Don't they feel longer well, that scare, way? Yeah, they yeah. do. So like jump scare, jump scare, jump scare, then nothing. Jump scare, then nothing. Like And you're like, mm, which one's gonna be? Is it gonna be right. a jump scare this time? Is it? And then the whole movie I'm just like Yeah. Yeah. Overstimulated. But no, it was good. It was a fun time. Well good. I slay it. Slay. So slay. we both read the short story. Mm-hmm. Um, it was shorter than I thought it was going to be. It was a short It really was a short story. I even like looked up. I was like, is this even I it? did too. I was like, this is complete. I was like, is this, this is a complete one? Thing. I was like, it's 18 pages and it's, it didn't even, it, at first it didn't even really sound like Stephen King. Let's put it this way. I'm not going to put on my Goodreads for the year. It was too short. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> too short. Exactly. Um, I agree that it didn't sound like Stephen King at first. At first. Until we got into the Lester character. Then I was like, oh, yep. Then he, he said, said the N-word. The N-word. Yes. There's Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. Yep, exactly. I was like, oh, there it is. I listened to the audiobook and the guy disclaimed it. He was like, sometimes I take out um, racially offensive words. But in this case, I think it tells a lot about the character. So we're going to keep it in. And I was like, okay. And I was like, all right. Good, good disclaimer. <laughs> He's still, yeah. yeah. Um, of course, like the Lester, he was an ass, of course. And no way did I root for him to be. But that's just like a lot of Stephen King's characters, you don't root for the men. No, most of them you don't. They're terrible. Um, I feel like the therapist character was what really like took me out of it at first with mm-hmm. Stephen King. Because I was like, oh, he's very, like it's very... It was also very low stakes in a way because yeah. it was just conversation. Right. It was literally just. And there's not a lot of conversation in Stephen King. Like it's a lot of descriptors and yeah. there was not. There wasn't. No, it really was. There was I don't, hardly any. Like there was a couple of him like, oh, he's laying down. Now he sits up. Like it was stuff like that. But mostly it was just Lester telling his story. Mm-hmm. Which um, I think in this case more than in the movie. In the movie, Lester was very nervous like sweating mm-hmm. buckets like freaking out he's like the boogeyman oh, really? killed my and then this the, one he's like i said he's like smiling he's so horrible yeah. like he's just an angry person and so where whereas obviously in the movie the boogeyman represents grief and mm-hmm. depression i feel like in the short story it's kind of like a jekyll and hyde it's like, like is, anger yeah it's like and it makes you question is it actually did Lester it, do was it? there really a boogeyman or did Lester just snap his gourd because he's already like kind of a big asshole and he's like oh his wife lost a child I thought she'd be over that by now like and he was like and she wants another one and I didn't want anything to do with it yeah which was is like horrible. until I noticed it looked like me yeah then I wanted something to do with it yeah like exactly and he was like and then whenever the last kid died and he was like, you knew I liked, I loved it because, yeah. because I didn't even, what he said. Because saying? I he's ran like, in there because I ran into the yeah, room. He was like, I didn't even look for the boogeyman. I just ran in there and that's how you know I loved him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, be for real. B-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-F-
Oh, right. I forgot. The, <laughs> this whole movie, won't put a disclaimer, this whole episode spoilers. Um, but in the short story, at the end, he turn, you know, kind of like you were saying, at the end of the movie, he turns around and the therapist is the boogeyman and he's removed a therapist mask. Oh. <laughs> and the closet is open and yeah. he gets him. Like, so. I don't always think about that ending. I kind of wish it was. I don't know. Is it still ambiguous? Are you still like maybe Lester's just cuckoo? Yeah, I think it still That's could be. Think? I still okay. think it still could. Yeah, I think maybe he's like, maybe he's not really talking to a therapist. He's literally just in his own in mind. His mirror, yeah, or something. Or whatever. And I think he could have he could have killed his children. Look at that string. Ooh, thank you. Um, I I can see that. Yeah, I just think. It was just so strange because, like, there's literally, like, nothing. They just, like, had the concept of the boogeyman. Mm -hmm. And he was like, all right, let's make a whole movie. Yeah. And let's, I don't know. They should have made. But I think Stephen King, he um, gave it a thumbs up. Which I feel like he does every single adaption. I would give anything a thumbs up. That put <laughs> he money. literally does though. Stephen King literally gives, I think, gives everything a thumbs up. Everything Anything he like. reads, anything he watches, <laughs> anything. He's like me. He can be. He I loves so anything. Too. Yeah, which is good, except for The Shining. He's supportive. Oh yeah, he didn't. Yeah, that's true. I forgot. He didn't that. like that one. But that was like one of the first ones, right? Yeah. And everything else, he's like, I like, I like this. It. I like this. Yeah, this is good because he's just like everybody. You know, everybody's trying. He's still hardest. relevant. I mean, he's still being relevant. So it's, okay. Literally, I was so sad. Cormac McCarthy died yesterday. Did oh, you know yeah. that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's see what Stephen King said. And it, it, I knew that he was going to like tweet something. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yep, there it is. And it was like top tweet was Stephen King yeah. about it. Because he's always like talking about you oh, know, yeah. all the different authors and stuff. I love him. Do you know I just found out that about like what Stephen King's fandom is called? No. I just found out. You what don't know it? either? No. They're called constant readers. What? I had to do a deep dive into why. What is the he like said it? it once and then they're like okay we're constant readers and now he's like he he's like my constant, constant readers. readers that's why he says that in the tweets it's <laughs> because somebody I mean there was like varying things of why the because it's where the origin came from constantly read his stuff constantly read his things I think it was after he released Cujo which is I believe his fifth and somebody said people would buy your grocery list or something and he's like my constant readers and then. Mm. That's how I coined the term constant reader. That's better than like King King and Knights or something. Yeah. (laughs) King and Knights. Stephen, even Stevens. I don't know. Stephen, Stephen Kingers, you know. Yeah. No, constant readers. Cute. We're constant readers. Except I haven't haven't read read all of his. I haven't read all of it and I haven't read any of his recent stuff either. I did not. I don't know if I'm going to get to fairy tale, y'all. I heard it was good. I know, but. I just fantasy have, takes a lot. Yeah, for same. Me. Oh, same. Takes too much. Maybe to I'll get it. I did, I did read re- Billy Summers though. We oh, know that. You? I read uh something. The what's it called? Oh shoot, black. Black something. He wrote it with Peter Straub. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like fantasy. It was like a jump between fantasy worlds. And actually, really, it was good. I enjoyed that. Hmm. Maybe I shall read that. I just downloaded the Gunslinger. <laughs> if I can remember what it's called. But that's going to take forever. Oh, yeah. The whole um, Dark Tower Dark trilogy. Tower. Or what, it's not a trilogy. It's like There's like eight. Eight books, yeah. So many. Tried to make a movie of that, too. Didn't didn't do well. Did they? Who? Who was in that movie? Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. 
I remember I remember. Um, But anyway, I think the short story is good. It's in the Night Shift collection. Okay. I believe. Mm -hmm. And I read, I started listening to that a while ago. But then the first episode, first episode, the first short story was The Graveyard Shift Mm -hmm. with all the mice. Oh. And that really nasty. It was nasty. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need a break from this. Then I never went back to it. But maybe I will now. I read. Oh, Children of the Corn is a night shift. And I read that. Okay. That's a good one. That one's long. Um, I don't think I've read that, but I've seen the different movies of that. There's a lot. There is. Um, Also... There's one of his short story collections that I do not suggest. I mean, some of them are good, but the, the short story, I think it's called The Librarian. Messed Something you to up. do with a library. It's, it's, hor- I like through, I was working at the office, you know, the office I'm talking mm-hmm. about, and I threw the book because it was very awful. It I must awful. not have been on shift. It was awful. No, I don't Ooh. think you were. That was how I was with his in... The four, se- what's it called? The seasons? Something seasons. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Different seasons. The last one, winter. Bad. Bad. Bad, bad. I was in my car like those. <laughs> <laughs> it was so disgusting. But all the other ones are so good. It even had, um, what's the one with all the boys and they walk for a long time? The long walk. Not the long walk. The other one. That's literally the long walk. No. Not the long walk. He has another one where boys walk for a long time? They're going through the woods to see a dead body. Oh, oh the, the body. body. <laughs> but they walk for a long time. <laughs> it was like the long walk. Which no, is that one's in Richard different. Richard Bachman. It's his... <laughs> we all know who Richard Bachman yeah, is. Yeah, I know. It's his, It's Stephen King's Shh. pen name. Secret. It's a Wink. secret. Just a secret. Uh, but that's one of my favorite ones, the long walk. I know. I always say I need to watch it cause, or read it because you like it. Very, it's very it's Hunger Games-esque. <gasps> Early Hunger Games. Should I read it on the treadmill? My yes. feet will start hurting. Yes, you should because you will. It will motivate me? It will. Uh, maybe. It might. It might like, I'm giving up. <laughs> like, I'm done. I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> um, should I tell you about my Boogeyman movie that I yes, watched? please do. Okay, I didn't watch all of it. <laughs> How long did you get into it? Mm, 30 minutes. But I wasn't even really paying attention to it. Okay. So it's called The Boogeyman Cometh. Okay. And there it's there's a town and there's been disappearances of young women women. And there's these two neighbors and there's uh this boogeyman. He's mm-hmm. ser- it's just a serial killer. Oh. And he has like a little claw thing. And I think they spent all of their budget on this one scene where I swear it was like three minutes long chase scene of the woman just running back and like doing that classic like uh against the wall and then rolling against the wall (laughs) oh my god for three minutes and then she got to like her door and she couldn't get it open so she just like backed up into the fence and then stood there and waited for him to come (laughs) like a book the boogeyman will cometh if you sit there will cometh if you sit there and let him i mean oh my gosh um so i don't know notable actors i don't (laughs) know okay i didn't know i don't even know who the boogeyman ended up being i think it was one of the main two main characters Mm. um but that sounds riveting it was i just want to watch that scene 
I know. Like, I want to show it to you. She was just like, bong, bong, she literally bong. was just like, yeah, like rolling. It gets like running and like touching the, the, the for wall. For three minutes? For three minutes. I swear it was so long. No. That's a no for me. Um, so do you slash or slay it? <laughs> slay. No, I slash it. Unless you want to laugh. Unless you want to laugh, like then sure, I think slay. It, I think it would have been more fun to laugh, like watching it with uh, someone else. By myself, I'm like, I can't do this. We can watch the Boogeyman coming. Okay. <laughs> Good. If you want to, so bad. Thank you. Okay, we can watch it. Thank you for telling me about the Boogeyman coming. You're welcome. That's what I saw instead of the Boogeyman. Hmm. My bad. Oopsies. Oopsies. I told you, you have to go to the movies, not to be. Yeah, you're right. The movies, not to be. To be. Are there any other Boogeyman movies you've seen? We saw Sinister. Sinister has Mr. Has Mr. Boogie. Boogie. The OG Boogeyman. We love him. Which also latches on to families. It does. Mm-hmm. And also Children. house. No, house. Not, not the house. I know, but like house is like a metaphor. House is a metaphor. House is a metaphor. House is. House is. <laughs> Um, what other Boogeyman movie? There's the Don't Look Under the Bed, which I've talked about. That's oh, a, yeah. it was a decom. Mm-hmm. Um, scary, terrifying, if you will. All about the Boogeyman. Mm-hmm. You each have your own personal Boogeyman. Which, who's your Boogeyman? I don't know. Let's do therapy right now. Who is my Boogeyman? My Boogeyman is my insecurities. It's actually, remember... It's your imaginary friend. Oh, well, then why did I just expose myself? Because <laughs> I forgot. My imaginary friend was Corbin Blue when I was a kid. So, and you grew up and Corbin Blue is no longer your imaginary friend. So your imaginary friend is Corbin Blue. In He's a been bo- real quiet. He's become a boogeyman. <gasps> Corbin Blue's a boogeyman now? Mm-hmm. He literally was my, like, my imaginary friend was Corbin Blue. Really? Yes. I feel like I had, I definitely had imaginary friends. He used to help me find things because oh, I lose stuff all the time. There was a game. Uh, it was like a makeover game. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the guys' names was Tyson. And there were like a couple other names. And I took them and I made them my imaginary friends. And I um I had them write in one of my yearbooks. <laughs> I was in not high school. In high, <laughs> not in high school. I think it was I was like, oh my, I was like in sixth grade yeah. or something. Um Aww, how cute. But they were I probably still have the yearbooks and you can see where it's like from Tyson. Had such a fun year with you. Aww, <laughs> Love you. How cute. So. Ooh. Carbon Blue was just like my little finder. We just like look for things together that How I would cute. lose. <laughs> I don't like Corbin Blue. I hope one day you get to meet him and tell him. I would not tell him that. I, I would be like, uh. we'll have Corbin Blue on the show and I'll tell him that. Okay. We'll be exposing our darkest secrets. So weird. Why wouldn't I have like a girl imaginary friend? Like why would it have to be Corbin Blue? I don't know. I was just like. He's cool. He's, he's cool, cool, man. Guy. He's a cool guy. Um. Anyway. Boogeyman. <laughs> Boogeyman. Go see it. What's your favorite Boogeyman movie? Everybody. Yeah. I thought you were asking me. It was like the Sinister. So I go because that's the only one I've really seen. Hmm. I guess I have to go with the Boogeyman because it's the only one I've really seen besides <laughs> Sinister. You didn't like Sinister. I did like Sinister, but I like this Boogeyman. 
better. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Anyway. Anyways, moving on. I had an idea. What's your idea? And you can tell me if you hate it or not. Okay. What's your idea? I thought, so a couple weeks ago, we did AI script mm-hmm. generator and we performed a little script and i thought we could ask ai to write us a stephen king script and Ooh. perform it hopefully it doesn't say any in words in it i will not be saying those i will not be saying those either okay let's do it okay pause while we type all right i'll be james i'll be sarah this is called the lost road the lost road by stephen king's ai a middle age uh, James is a middle-aged man with a rugged appearance haunted by his past. Sarah is a young woman with a determined spirit searching for answers. Enter James' living room, night. The room is dimly lit with books scattered everywhere. James, wearing a worn-out sweater, sits on an old armchair, staring blankly at the flickering TV screen. The sound of rain tapping against the window adds to the gloomy atmosphere. I have to pause. Is this... What's his face from Sinister? Sinister? That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> That sweater. That sweater. The doorbell rings, startling James. He reluctantly rises and opens the door to find Sarah, drenched from head to toe, standing on his porch. Sarah, what are you doing here? I need your help, James. It's about the old road. The old road? What about it? It's not just a road, James. People have been disappearing when they travel (laughs) on it. I've lost my brother, and I can't find any answers. You're the only one who might understand. James' eyes wide and memories flooding back. He hesitates for a moment before inviting Sarah inside. Interior, James' living room. Continuous. James offers Sarah a towel and she begins to dry off. I found an article about you, James. They called you the Roadwalker after you vanished for weeks and returned with no recollection of where you'd been. I think the old road is connected to your disappearance and the others. James paces the room, anxiety etched on his face. I thought I left it all behind. (laughs) The whisper, the shadows. I don't want to remember. James! We can't ignore this. If we don't act, more people will vanish. We need to find out what's happening on that road. James takes a deep breath and nods, determined, determination flickering in his eyes. All right, Sarah, we'll go back to the old road and face whatever lies there, but be prepared. It won't be easy. Interior, James's garage, night. James and Sarah stand next to a beaten up car ready to embark on their journey. Buckle up, Sarah. The road ahead is treacherous, and the darkness there is unlike anything you've ever seen. They exchange a glance of shared determination, then get into the car and drive off into the stormy night. Fade out. Well, I want to know what happened. That is so Stephen King. There's an old old, car. An old road. Old road, where it's not just a road anymore. You don't remember what happened. It's kind of good. It's kind of good. It's kind of a good... uh, People come from your past. That was so Stephen King. That was very Stephen King. Always an old I'm impressed by that. That was really good. I'm impressed, but now I want to know what happens. What do you think happens, Oh, you can't do any more. I know. I thought, Um, because I think because I said a short script. They said, well, that's it. I said, that's all you get? That's all you get. Um, What happens? I think James will have to sacrifice himself to the road because it's the one that got away. And that's how, and everyone else will come back once he does that. Mm -hmm. And then the road will go... (laughs) it'll get sucked up and they'll be like this road leads to the old overlook and they'll be like because it always has to it always has to yeah always has to be connected wow that's really good one i'm impressed good job ai AI. 
impressed. Should we do another one? Yeah. Okay. Do we want to have some uh, different parameters? Like, we do want to put us in it? Should we? <laughs> Should we? Okay, let me do it. Okay. This is The Haunting Shadows, and we are in this one. Woo! Interior, Emily's living room, night. Emily, a young woman in her late 20s, sits every time on a worn-out couch engrossed in a book. Alyssa, her best friend, bursts through the front door, visibly shaken. Emily, you won't believe what just happened. I, I just saw something strange in my house. What do you mean, Alyssa? What did you see? It was like a shadow moving on its own. It whispered things, terrible things. I'm scared, Emily. Okay, Alyssa, take a deep breath. We'll figure this out together. Let's go to your house and see what's really going on. Interior, Alyssa's living room, night. Emily and Alyssa step cautiously into Alyssa's dimly lit living room. The atmosphere is heavy with an eerie silence. Suddenly, a flickering lamp casts distorted shadows on the wall. Stay close to me, Alyssa. We need to find the source of these strange occurrences. They move towards the staircase, the floorboards creaking under their weight. Hey. As they reach the top, a door slowly swings open, revealing a pitch black room. Emily, I can't go in there. It feels wrong. We have to confront our fears, Lissa. We can't let them control us. Trust me. They enter the room, the darkness swallowing them whole. Interior, Alyssa's bedroom. Emily flicks on the bedroom light, illuminating the room. The air feels electrically charged, sending shivers down their spines. On the wall, shadowy figures twist and writhe, their forms barely recognizable. Emily, what are those things? (laughs) They're manifestations of fear, Alyssa. We have to confront them head on. Emily takes a step forward, holding out her hand. The shadowy figures react, their movements becoming more frenzied and chaotic. We won't let them control us. We won't be victims. With each step, Emily takes the shadow retreats, shrinking back into the corners of the room. Alyssa follows Emily's lead, slowly gaining confidence. You have no power over us. Leave this place and never return. The shadows weakened by Emily and Alyssa's resolve dissipate entirely, leaving the room bathed in light. Emily, you did it. The shadows are gone. We did it, Alyssa. Together, we overcame our fears. They They embraced their friendship stronger than ever. Fade out. That's also so Stephen King. (laughs) Where friendship and love love will get rid of the darkness. You know what else he thinks? Why am I so like, it's fine. Let's get rid of it. Like, I'm not scared at all. No. Yeah. You're like, you can't go in there. You did it, Emily. I'm proud of you. I did it. She's reading a book. You were scared and you did It's it. always a woman. In, I was surprised it was like a woman in her late 20s. Her breasts were, <laughs> her breasts were perky and pointed in three yeah, different directions. Exactly. <laughs> That's That would have been more accurate AI. Right. Aw, that mm. was fun. I really liked that first one though. Yeah, me too. I think it was pretty good. James and That's Sarah. pretty good. James and Sarah. That was a fun segment. We should do a short. We should make a short film based on one of these. Okay. Let's do it right now. Okay right now bye guys um that's all i have to say about boogeyman me too i'm done talking about this i hate boogies the boogies have you ever had a boogeyman in your house i don't think so mine was the kraken i was scared of the kraken oh yeah you told me that Mm -hmm. Um, i was scared of i did have a moment like where i was scared of something 
under my bed. Like I had, I did have one. Everybody has to have one. I just once, it didn't last very long, like the phase, but. It was there. It was there for a second. I thought something was going to grab my foot. Mm. Well, we hope there's no boogeyman hiding in your closet or under your bed. Yeah. We hope you saw the boogeyman. And Alyssa, I think you should go see it just for fun. I will still go see it. Yeah. So we can add it to our end of year wrap up as well. So see it. I have a lot of of movies I got to see. They'll come out soon. Don't you worry. I'm not. Um, yeah. I hope y'all had a good time watching this week's episode. And I hope that you have a good time in your life. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at slash and slay pod. Or Twitter and TikTok. And that's it. At slash and slay pod. And YouTube. And YouTube slash. at slash But and if you're on YouTube, yeah. you should subscribe right now and subscribe, you should like and you should like, comment, comment your thoughts on the boogeyman your thoughts on boogeyman in general your thoughts on Stephen king your tell thoughts us on- everything that you've ever thought in your life <laughs> yeah all your opinions every thought yes please yeah we love you guys love you bye, bye.